Truly, thoughts are things, and powerful things at that, when they're mixed with definiteness of purpose, persistence, and a burning desire. These are the opening words of the success classic, Think and Grow Rich. And I believe every child in the world should be required to memorize this sentence as it holds the key to success and the difference between those who win and those who do not. So here's the big question. How do everyday people like us who didn't grow up wealthy and were not taught how to be wealthy in school, how are we supposed to learn to think, invest, and grow wealth like the top 1% without compromising our ethics and our values? My name is Jeremy Whaley. That was my big question. This podcast will give you the answers. You're listening to Think Rich Radio. Hey, everybody. It's Jeremy here back with you for another episode of Think Rich Radio. It's great to be with you. I've been uh, kind of off for a couple of weeks as I've been organizing a series of episodes that I'm going to release rather quickly here. So, you know, instead of having kind of once a week, we're going to have several in a row. And uh, that's where I've been if you've paid attention and realized I was gone for a couple of weeks. But uh, I'm excited about this series. I've never done a series for a podcast before, but I think this is going to be great because I'm going to jump into the success classic, Think and Grow Rich. And I figure there's really no better place to jump from for having this conversation of how we build wealth than Napoleon Hill's great work. My journey with Think and Grow Rich started when I was very, relatively very young. I was 21 or 22 whenever I picked up a copy of the book, and I kind of stumbled into it. And I can truly say it's the first book that I could not put down. It's the first book that whenever I started reading it, I read it cover to cover. I read about a third of it at Barnes and Noble in the coffee shop. And then I brought it home because they kicked me out because it was getting late. And I sat on my couch and read the rest of it. And it truly changed the course of my life. It's one of those things in your life. When you look back, you say that changed the direction of my life. And Think and Grow Rich was one of those uh, those moments for me in my life. And here's the cool thing. Even though this book was written over 80 years ago, about 90% of it, or maybe more, is just as relevant today as it was 80 years ago. It's really a phenomenal work. And I thought it would be great to just kind of hit some of the highlights of it. And I think I'm actually going to put a program, a training together, uh, kind of you know updating some of the content of Think and Grow Rich, maybe for, for the year 2020. Something that would add from my experience over my last 20 years of business and just so much information that we have today that Napoleon Hill didn't have in the 1930s. But I feel like it's valuable for us to revisit this and to take a look at these core principles of success that Napoleon Hill did such a great job of documenting for us over 80 years. In fact, it's almost 100 years ago at this point, just as valid today as it was then. If you can conceive it, you can achieve it. One of the great quotes from Napoleon Hill in the book, Think and Grow Rich, this work was inspired and really commissioned by a American icon by the name of Andrew Carnegie. And he believed, Andrew Carnegie believed, that anybody could capture the American dream, anybody could win, anybody could be successful. But we didn't have the education system then that we have today. We didn't have the information. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have so many things back then that we have today. 
And so Andrew Carnegie commissioned Napoleon Hill, and he said, I want you to go out and I want you to interview all these successful people, people like Henry Ford, people like Thomas Edison, all these successful individuals that have helped make America and find out what is it that they have in common that makes them successful so that we can document it so other people can be successful as well. And that was the commission behind Think and Grow Rich. And the work that eventually flowed out of that, of course, is Think and Grow Rich, along with the 13 principles of success. Now, Napoleon Hill, along with Andrew Carnegie, was probably the first or at least one of the first people to start documenting anything about what it means to think rich. There was a few people at that time Charles Hannell and a few other people who were starting to recognize that mindset was a major component of wealth. But I think it was Napoleon Hill and Andrew Carnegie who first said that the difference in those who are taking advantage of the American dream and winning and those who are not is a mindset issue. It's about thinking rich. How do you start to think rich? And I'm not saying that they got everything right back then. But the last 80 years has definitely proven that they had the, the perfect foundation. And now since that time, we've been able to add a whole lot of stuff to it to uh, you know come to the point where we are today. And so I think it's appropriate to say that the Think and Grow Rich framework is the appropriate framework to jump from. I've said it before on other episodes that I think that we live in the greatest time in world history. I mean, we have more of everything. We have more food than we've ever had before. We have more transportation, better transportation, faster transportation. We have access to more information, better information, faster information. We've got everything modern today that is light years beyond anything that Napoleon Hill and Andrew Carnegie dreamed of 80 and 100 years ago. And yet, these core principles have proven to be the same over all of these years. Now, what we also have is we have new science. We have new science that has proven, from a scientific standpoint, a lot of the philosophical and intellectual arguments that Napoleon Hill was making 80 years ago. And so that's a pretty cool thing to study and another valuable reason to come back and look at this work. Uh, We've also got case studies. We've got so many people that have you know, taking the think and grow rich, taking that formula, taking the format, applied it to their life. And now they've got great successes that we can look at as a case study of this formula for success. And what that's led to is it's led to an entirely new generation of thought leaders. And in fact, I think you can make the argument we've had two or three of these generations of thought leaders who have taken this whole philosophy of success to an entirely new level. People like Jim Rohn, who of course has passed away now, but people like Jim Rohn and Zig Ziglar, they kind of started or they were a big part of the the thought leadership movement. And now you've got people like Tony Robbins who've been doing it for 40 and 50 years, and you have new people who are coming on the scene now. And so we have all of this amazing history now that has built on these principles of success. all the discoveries that Napoleon Hill made in his study of success, the biggest one is the power of thoughts. That's why the book is called Think and Grow Rich. It's about thinking. The reason we talk about Think Rich Radio is because it all starts with the thoughts. And we have the power to control our thoughts. 
That's where everything begins. I've been studying this book and I've been studying success for almost 20 years now. And it still never ceases to amaze me at how much power our thoughts and our words have over the results that we get in our life. I'm, I'm just blown away by it. I'm blown away in my own life and I'm blown away in the lives of the people that I get to work with in coaching and various endeavors. It never fails with people that I'm working with. If they have negative outlooks, if they have a negative conversation, if they're always down about things, they have negative results. And people who are very positive, they have a very positive outlook, they get positive results. And so we have to keep taking every thought and say, is this thought working towards my outcome? Is this thought working towards my goal? And, you know, candidly, I'm not there all the time. Sometimes I fall off and sometimes we'll fall off for more than a day or more than a week. Sometimes it's a season or more likely what I find is it's areas of our life. We can be very positive in all the areas except for one area where we're getting a lot of negative results. And if we step back and we can look at it, we realize there's a lot of negative conversation around it, a lot of negative words, a lot of negative thoughts. And the reality is this is how most of the world lives. Most of the world lives as a victim. They're a victim of their circumstance. You know, my partner did this, my spouse did that, and now these things have happened to me. Or they're a victim of their DNA. I got cancer, I got diabetes because I I just didn't have the right genes. You know, or they're a victim of God. God didn't want this for me, and so I'm miserable because that's what God wanted for me. But I'm going to pretend to be happy. I'm going to be content because that's what God wanted for me. He wanted me to be miserable. Or I was born into the wrong family. You know, whatever it is, people are a victim of their entire life, it seems. But here's what I discovered. And even though I'm not always perfect at being the evidence of this, what I discovered is true. And it is this. There are no rich victims. There are no rich victims. If we want to be wealthy, we have to get over the victim mentality. We cannot let other people cause things to happen to us. We have to take control of the things we can take control of. And we don't have the control of the things that happen to us. That's out of our control. I can't control what a partner does. I can't control what a spouse does, what a friend does, what someone on the street does. I can't control those things, but I can control my thoughts about it. And I do have the power to control how we react to it, how I react to it. And you have the same power. We have the power to control our thoughts. We can't control the outer world, but we can control the inner world. And if we want to get control of our lives and we want to win, we've got to take control of the mindset and the inner world that is happening. Joe Dispenza is a neuroscientist. He's a modern neuroscientist who's done a lot of work in this area. And they've actually been able to show with modern technology how thoughts connect to each other. And it's neuropathways is the the terminology. And what Joe Dispenza has discovered is he says thoughts are the language of the brain. And they've been able to show literally the neuro connections being made with various thoughts. And so if you just think certain things positively, the neural connections start to come together with these positive neural connections. And if we think negative things, then the negative neural connections come together and they start to form. And that's how the brain communicates with itself. Well, then once those thoughts start to happen, what the science has shown is it releases chemicals. It releases things in your body, hormones in your body. And they could be stress chemicals. It could be happy chemicals, whatever it is. But that 
leads to emotions, and Joe Dispenza says that emotions are the language of the body. Emotions is what we feel. So whenever you're feeling sad, that's an emotion. That's your body communicating to you that things are not the way that you want them to be. But the way that your body started feeling that way, those emotions are the result first of the chemistry happening in the brain. Now, if this sounds exotic to you, then don't worry. I can back this up. I've spent a lot of time studying this. But just hang with me for a moment. If thoughts lead to chemicals being released in the body, and the chemicals being released in the body, the hormones, leads to our feelings, then it stands to reason that by upgrading our thoughts, we can upgrade our feelings. I think this is modern science that is proving what Napoleon Hill started to discover 80 years ago in Think and Grow Rich. If we start thinking wealthy, if we start thinking rich, our brain will make the connections of how wealth thinks, whether that's wealth in terms of monetary wealth or whether it's riches in terms of relationships, whatever the riches are, as we start to think abundance, we start to think riches, our brain connects the neurons that lead to the emotions that lead our body to go do those things. Yes, it's true, we really can think and grow rich. One of the things that makes me super excited about the days that we live in is the parallel nature that we have to the 1930s. We are living in a time right now that has happened before, just different, just 80 years before. There's a book that came out in the early 90s called The Fourth Turning. I would encourage all of you to check it out. You can get it on Amazon. It's called The Fourth Turning, A Prophecy for America by William Strauss and Neil Howe. And in this book, the authors talked about societal cycles. They, they spent all this time looking at cycles going back 5,000 years, I think, if I remember. But we're living in what they call an 80-year cycle or an 80-year seculum. And basically, every 80 years, history starts to repeat itself. Now, saving all the gory details, I'll give you a few of the highlights here. All of the political unrest that we're experiencing today was prophesied in this book. The type of president that we have today was prophesied in this book. The type of social unrest that we have today. The type of intermarket relationships that we have today. Everything that is happening in today's society was prophesied about 30 years ago in this book called The Fourth Turning. And more importantly, as we look at the future, if you just look at the, the prophecy, then you're going to say, well, that's really negative. But if you look at the future, we can go back to the last fourth turning, which happened during the 1930s. It was the Great Depression. And you can go back to the fourth turning before that, which happened in the 1860s. It was the Civil War. And you can go back to the fourth turning before that, which was the Revolutionary War. And then you can go overseas. You can go back to Europe and you can continue going back and you can keep going back. About every 80 to 100 years, we go through one of these societal cycles. And here's the exciting thing. We always emerge stronger and better. We always emerge stronger and better. And here's what's coming. This is why today is the greatest time in history to be alive. Because as we get through the latter part of this fourth turning, and we're already at least halfway through it, let me give you some encouragement. We're at least halfway through it. 
As we get through it, we are about to embark on the largest economic expansion in world history. That's right. How cool would it be to go back to 1940 and be able to invest in the 1940s all the way through the year 2000 and beyond? That would have been amazing, right? Well, guess what? We have that opportunity. That is happening right now. That's why this is so exciting. But today, not only are we about to embark on the largest economic expansion in world history, we are about to do it with better technology than we've ever had in world history, better ability to communicate, a larger marketplace. The internet has made it so that we can talk to the entire world and we can do it instantly. It is such an amazing time to be alive. And so here's the fascinating thing. While you can look at society and say things are falling apart, you listen to the news and you think things are falling apart, we are living in 2019 and 2020 the same type of fear that Americans were living in 1936. You may not realize it. See, they were going through the Depression, but they weren't necessarily sitting here saying, you know, oh, it's the Depression. That was a, that's a history coming back and saying, you know, look how bad it was. In the moment, it was still day by day, day by day, just like you're experiencing right now. But coming out of that period was the greatest economic boom, and coming out of this period is going to be just like 1936, just like 1940. So now we know it's coming. The question is, how do we take advantage of it? And here's the answer. The money is going to be made by those who learn how to think rich and learn how to take the right actions. That's what Think Rich Radio is about. That's why we're going to take some time here. And for the next series of episodes, we're going to go back in time and we're going to learn from the people who've come before us. We're going to look at Think and Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill. And we are going to pull some of these 13 principles of success and we're going to build on them. We're going to add 80 years of knowledge to it. And we're going to be poised and ready to conquer the world as we finish off this fourth turning and as we launch off into 2020 and beyond because the greatest economic boom is coming for the world, that means the potential for the greatest economic boom for you is here, it is here today. Don't miss it, step up, take advantage of it, learn to think rich. Hey, listen, if you don't have your own copy of Think and Grow Rich, then let's fix that. I've got one that I want to give you for free. All you need to do is go to thinkrichradio.com, thinkrichradio.com, and you can download your own copy of Think and Grow Rich absolutely free, and then you can follow along and you can read this classic work by Napoleon Hill. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out at thinkrichradio.com. Tell your friends, tell your family. And if you've not subscribed on iTunes or Stitcher or any of the other fantastic apps where you can listen to this podcast over and over again, then be sure to get yourself subscribed. And of course, please share it on social media so that we can get the word spread and we can help other people learn to think rich.